Welcome to Personal Finance Cat, where I share my personal take on personal finance. If you read the news at all, you probably remember the bad rap Meta had experienced late last year. Meta is the worst company. Do not invest in Meta. Meta's metaverse is garbage. Meta already lost the metaverse war to Microsoft. Mark Zuckerberg's net worth dropped by over $60 billion in six months in 2022. Hold on a second. Despite all that, Personal Finance Cat is talking about investing in Meta? Well, before you turn me off, spoiler alert. I want to show you how I doubled my money investing in Meta in just a few months using the formulas inspired by none other than the Oracle of Omaha, Warren Buffett. I know, I know, Warren Buffett never invested in Meta and probably never will. He never spoke badly about the company or its founder though. He simply said, I don't understand the business well enough. As a matter of fact, he did speak quite highly of Mark Zuckerberg. Back in 2012, for example, Warren Buffett told CNBC after being asked about Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg, quote, he's a very smart guy. He's built an incredible company. I think he will. He's going to keep control of his company. That's for sure. So he will get to paint the painting he wants to paint. And I've always advised any entrepreneur to try and retain that ability. And fortunately, I've been able to do it at Berkshire, end quote. Before I dive into the detailed analysis, I wanted to start with a very fundamental principle of value investing. Here is one of my favorite quotes from Warren Buffett. Quote, most people get interested in stocks when everyone else is. The time to get interested is when no one else is, end quote. Sentiment was low towards Meta across the board, but just because other people think it was a bad idea to invest in Meta, I shouldn't automatically agree without doing my own research. I also got lucky because when the stock market was going through turmoil towards the end of last year, I also just started to learn how to value stocks as a true value investor. Two basic understandings got me interested in Meta. Number one, the best time to invest is in the bear market. Number two, Meta has been very profitable and has a strong balance sheet, meaning it had a ton of cash and no debt. All right, here we go. Before we dive into the math, we do have to understand Meta's business as a first step. Meta investors talk about this concept called moat, which is basically a competitive advantage that other companies cannot easily replicate. A company with a strong moat can sustain its earnings and cash flows over the long term, making it a more attractive investment opportunity. Meta's moat is primarily built on its network effects, brand recognition, and scale. Meta has over 2.8 billion monthly active users, which is a massive network effect that makes it difficult for competitors to attract users away from the platform. Additionally, Meta has a strong brand recognition and user loyalty that further strengthens its position in the market. Meta's scale also provides significant advantages. Its vast amounts of user data allow it to target ads with incredible precision, making it difficult for other companies to match the quality of its ad products. Its scale also makes it more efficient to operate as it can spread fixed costs over a larger revenue base. Overall, Meta's moat provides a durable competitive advantage that helps the company maintain its dominance in the social media market. From a value investing perspective, this makes Meta an attractive long-term investment opportunity. 
But of course, it's important to note that the landscape of social media and technology is constantly evolving, and investors should carefully monitor any potential threats to Meta's competitive position. All that being said, back in November or so last year, sentiment was so low, Meta's stock price dropped to an all-time low. We can all debate where the future is for social media and whether Meta is losing its edge. But when the P/E ratio dropped to less than 10, eight or so to be exact, it's worth a look. I listened to a lot of other people talk about Meta as an investment, and the most informative one was a podcast episode hosted by Divya Narendra, who actually came up with the idea that eventually became Facebook. But I guess you could say he was on the wrong side, unfortunately. Anyway, in this episode, he interviewed Monish Pabrai, a well-known value investor. If someone invested $100,000 in July 1999 with Pabrai, that investment would have grown to $1.8 million by March 2018. In this episode, Monish stated that Meta was an quote easy double end quote in three years. After hearing that, I rolled up my sleeves and did my analysis. There were many value investors out there, and each of them has their own take on value investing, but the fundamentals are the same. I find that the methods described by Danielle Town, daughter of another well-known value investor, Phil Town, are the most intuitive and easy to understand. In her book Invested, she introduced three methods to value a stock: 10 cap, payback time, and margin of safety. Let's look at how each of them could be applied in the case of Meta stocks at Q4 2022. 10 cap method. As a real estate investor myself, I am very familiar with this concept, and I can tell you that 10 cap deals are long gone in real estate, meaning they are too good to come by anymore. But don't worry, I'll explain what 10 cap means and why in the stock market you can still find 10 cap deals. Cap stands for capitalization rate. And 10 cap basically means if you invest $100, you will get $10 of profit a year to put in your pocket. In other words, the $10 is pure profit after you pay for maintenance, repairs, property management, vacancy, etc. That's why it's very difficult to get a real estate deal this good. The reason why it's possible to get 10 cap deals in the stock market is because it is very liquid. And as such, people can buy and sell stocks very easily and quickly. Therefore, the short-term thinking that dominates the market makes it irrational in the short term. Warren Buffett makes his calculations based on a financial number he defined: owner earnings, the amount of cash that can go into the business or real estate owner's pocket every year without affecting business operations. As Danielle stated in her book Invested, quote. Crucially, it is much harder for bad actors to fudge the numbers in owner earnings than it is in net profit because there's nothing projected, expected, or anticipated in them. Owner earnings is about the cold hard cash that the business is producing right now, not in some foggy future. End quote. Here's the formula for owner earnings: net income plus depreciation and amortization plus net change accounts receivable. Plus net change, accounts payable, plus income tax, plus maintenance capital expenditures equals owner earnings. Note that net income, accounts receivable, accounts payable can be negative or positive, but you always add them. Maintenance capital expenditures is a negative number. Let's apply this to Meta's numbers. 
Remember, I did this in October slash November of 2022. So the latest Form 10K available at the time was for Meta's fiscal year 2021, which can be accessed at investor.fb.com slash financials. Net income, $39,370 million. Word to find numbers, 2021 cash flow statement, line two, plus depreciation and amortization, $7,967 million. Where to find the numbers? 2021 cash flow statement, line four, plus net change accounts receivable, negative $3,110 million. Where to find numbers? 2021 cash flow statement, line nine, plus net change accounts payable, $1,436 million. Where to find the numbers? 2021 cash flow statement, line 12, plus income tax, $7,914 million. Where to find numbers? 2021 income statement line 11 plus maintenance capital expenditure negative 18567 million dollars. Where to find numbers? 2021 cash flow statement line 19. Owner earnings equals 35010 million dollars. There we have it. Meta's owner earnings. Therefore, the 10 cap price is simply 35 Zero one zero times ten equals three five zero one zero zero million dollars. To calculate the per share price, though, we need the number of shares outstanding. On page one of Meta's 2021 10K, it stated that, quote, on January 28th, 2022, the registrant, i.e., Meta, had two three zero nine zero eight zero zero one eight shares of Class A common stock and 4128619422 shares of class B common stock outstanding. This means in total there were 27219419960 shares outstanding. I also cross-checked on macrotrends.com which stated that Meta's shares outstanding for fiscal year 2021 was 2859 million, taking the bigger number of shares, meaning the lower corresponding stock price to be more conservative we would arrive at a per share price of 350100 divided by 2859 equals $122. Voila, this is your 10 cap price, $122. Not bad, right? As I said earlier, 10 cap deals are very rare to come by in the real estate world and nearly impossible these days. To get a 10 cap price for a conglomerate like Meta, which has a good moat, it may be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. We could stop here, but just for fun, why don't we also test out the other two methods and see what they produce? Payback time method. The payback time method is based on free cash flow. The idea is that the free cash flow grown by the compound windage growth rate for eight years can completely pay back your initial investment. As Danielle writes, quote, why is eight years the magic number? Uncle Charlie, aka Charlie Munger, thinks a fair price is about half of what the same company would sell for a public company, and public companies sell for about 12 to 20 years of free cash flow, about 16 years on average. Half of 16 is 8." End quote. Here's a kind of a funny word in the definition, windage. Believe it or not, that word is used a lot in Danielle's book. Surprise, surprise, valuation is an art, not a science. Besides the company itself, Wall Street analysts project all kinds of growth rates, but you should really use your own judgment. 
to decide what is a realistic growth rate of the company. Again, this comes from knowing the company and the industry really well. Let's start with the formula for free cash flow. Net cash provided by operating activities plus purchase of property and equipment, a negative number, plus any other capital expenditures for maintenance and growth, also negative numbers. Mena's 2021 free cash flow based on its 2021 form 10K, page 71, is as follows, in million dollars. Net cash provided by operating activities, 57683, plus purchases of property and equipment, negative 18567, plus principal payments on finance leases, negative 677. Free cash flow equals 38439. Next is the windage growth rate. Now that is a hard one to project, even with windage. Up until 2021, Meta had been growing very fast. According to macrotrends.com, Meta's 2021 annual earnings per share, or EPS, was $13.77, a 36.47% increase from 2020. And the growth from 2019 to 2020 was 56.92%. That said, one cannot simply expect this kind of growth to continue into the future. Based on Seeking Alpha, the projected EPS long-term growth was 11.6%. Seeking Alpha has recently published many blog articles that are very pessimistic on Meta, so it's fair to assume that this growth rate is conservative. The table below states what my 8-year payback time buy price would be, which is $519,989 million. You can find this table on my website or in the YouTube video. Similarly, we divide the price by the shares outstanding to get to the per share price. 519989 divided by 2859 equals $182. This is a higher price than the 10 cap price of $122. Last but not least, margin of safety method. The purpose of the margin of safety method is to, quote, calculate what I expect to sell the company down the line in 10 years, then work backward using basic algebra to arrive at the price I'm willing to pay, end quote. To calculate the margin of safety price, we would need four numbers, earnings per share, windage growth rate, windage PE ratio, minimum acceptable rate of return, or MAR. We have already touched on two of these numbers, earnings per share and windage growth rate. Specifically, Meta's 2021 annual earnings per share, or EPS, was $13.77, and the windage growth rate, based on Seeking Alpha, was 11.6%. Now we need to understand how to get the windage PE ratio and MAR. PE ratio is price divided by earnings, or the ratio of how many times the earnings go into the price. We would use the lowest of the two options below for purposes of calculating the margin of safety price. 1. Multiply 2 times the windage growth rate number. Lose the percent symbol. This is a straight number. 2. The historic highest PE of that company of last 10 years. Therefore, for Meta, the first option gives us a PE ratio of 23.2, which is 11.6 times 2. According to macrotrends.com, Meta's historic highest PE was 1,279 back in March 2013 when it was a startup growth company. So clearly, we should use 23.2. Regarding MAR, it is always 15%. 
That's how much annual return we require for every year our money is tied up in this investment. That is to say, value investors would not waste their money buying something that would give us less than 15% of annual return. Of course, you can adjust this up or down depending on your risk reward preference. Phil Town and Daniel Town used 15%, and I'll use that as well. Now that we have all the inputs, we will start with calculating the future earnings per share of Meta stocks in 10 years, assuming it will grow at the windage growth rate of 11.6%. Using the future value or FV function in Excel, the formula is FV parenthesis 11.6% comma 10 comma comma negative 13.77 end parenthesis. We get the future value of the EPS of $41.26, which means it's the EPS we expect in 10 years. We then multiply the P/E ratio of 23.2 with the future EPS of 41.26, and we get a future stock price of $957.33. After that, using the present value or PV function in Excel, the formula is PV parenthesis. 15% comma 10 comma comma negative 957.33 end parenthesis. We get the present value of the meta stock price of $236.64. Last but not least, we divide this price by two to get to the margin of safety purchase price of $118.32. Phew, I know it sounds like a lot, but this method actually requires the least amount of inputs. And the rest is all formulaic. One may also say this method is probably the most reliable since it takes into account future growth and past PE ratios, not just current financials. If you want to access the Excel version of how I computed these prices based on all three methods, you can go visit my website, which is linked in the show notes of the podcast episode and the description of the YouTube video. To summarize, the 10 cap method gave us a price of $122, payback time $182, and margin of safety $118. No matter how you look at it, Meta was a buy. Like I said, in November last year, when Meta's stock price dipped to below $90 and its PE ratio was around 8, I could not ignore it anymore. I did some analysis based on a different valuation method, actually from another book titled Buffettology. It's very similar to the margin of safety method described here, but the authors there used return on equity instead of earnings per share. That method was not as conservative and gave me a much higher buy price of over $300. That's probably why even quote-unquote super investors were still buying meta stocks after that dip, when some of the fundamentals even changed. Anyway, I bought the stock at $95.51 per share around November last year, and as of today, March 14th, the price more than doubled. You can go to my website to see a screenshot of the proof. I wish I bought more, but hey, it's not bad for a first try at stock picking, value investor style. Just a cautionary tale: I'm not advocating that you go buy meta stocks now, because many of the fundamentals have changed significantly. For example, in the most recent 2022 10K, Meta's EPS declined by over 50% year over year, and it finally has debt on its balance sheet. The overall macroeconomic condition is probably the main cause, and the fact that Meta has been spending a tremendous amount of money on Reality Labs, aka the Metaverse. 
I'm personally bullish about the metaverse. Not that I think Meta is going to be the one that will come up with the most successful applications, though. Therefore, simply put, proceed with caution if you're considering buying Meta stocks now. All right, that's it for this episode, my friend. I hope you enjoyed the content. If so, please like, share, and subscribe either to my podcast or YouTube channel. I also just started my website, so would appreciate it if you can check out my blogs and other resources there as well. Bye for now. Thank、you